everybody, light up your cigarettes if you got them, because this joint is going to be hot. Talking about a radio, powerful transmission, but no submission. 4-4, down the freeway, daddy-o, top down, all crowns, the kings of bebop, all the glory on top, tippy top of that transmission tower, all that transmission power. Hey guys, 10.07 p.m. 2.27.2017. It is Opal City Radio. I am Mike Sanders, and with me is Emily. Hey guys. Uh, Emily. Yes. If I were founding a government organization, and mm-hmm. I needed super-powered troopers to use, mm-hmm. could you think of any drawbacks of me using literal children that are written as grown-ass adults. <laughs> um, no. But that it's... sounds like the best of both worlds, and I don't see how that would be gross or weird at all. At all. Because it's the 90s, and that's the way we think. Oh. So, um, we read a good Wildstorm comic. Uh, we did? Last time. We did. And we <laughs> told you that we would be reading a bad Wildstorm comic this time around. And we are making good on our promise slash threat. <laughs> like, look, we we are podcasters of our word. That's true. That is true. Beyond reproach. Go That's go on factcheck, factcheck.com. Mm-hmm. And if you type mm-hmm. in Opal City Radio, it just flashes in, like, 72-point red impact font that <laughs> they have never lied to to us. No, we I, – I am straight up with Michael. If we are reading a bad comic, I tell him, like, Michael, this is a terrible comic I know. book. It's, and, it's true, you do. And we are going to read it. And I and I do my duty. I, I strap on my weapons and I go into the war zone. <laughs> strap on your, your finest thigh straps? Yes. Yeah, my, my multitude of belts that are connected around my torso, thighs, and arms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Your, your gloves? Yes, around my gloves. I even have belts on my fingers sometimes. That's so... So 90s. Oh. My name is like, let's see, what would my 90s comic book name be? Um, I'd be a shooty guy. I'm Mm -hmm. a shooty misogynistic muscle dude. And my name will be like... Grifter. No, no. (laughs) My name will be like... Like, uh... Like, Ripsaw. Yeah. But but you don't have saws, you have guns. No, my guns shoot saws. It makes a lot of sense now, right? Oh, well, it makes about as much sense as anything in the comic that we just read. Uh, Yeah, so we read Deviate. Like, hold on, guys, it's called Deviate, right? But it's Mm -hmm. D, capital D, capital Uh V, number eight. Deviate? Too Mm -hmm. hardcore for you. Yeah, too 
too cool for you. Too cool for school. They've got tood. And it's really weird and uncomfortable sometimes if you're a thinking comic book reader like I am. Um, um yeah, so Deviate yeah. was a spinoff yes. of Gen 13. Which we have read some things on the air, I believe. We have read a, um, a yeah, lot we, of Gen 13, actually. Yeah, we have read Gen 13. We've talked about it. I mean, Gen 13 was my first comic book. Yeah. Uh, it has a, like... I have a soft spot for it, even though it was a terrible comic It was book. pretty bad. Um, but, I, again, maybe this is just nostalgia. I, I think that it was enjoyable in its badness. It's, like, it's a weird kind of, like, it's bad. Yeah. But you can read it and not be repelled by it. Yeah, like, I, there was that's something... I don't know. There's something weirdly charming about uh, Yeah, that's about the word. I was like, what word do I want to hear? So I guess charming is the right word there. And again, maybe it's it's nostalgic goggles, whatever. I have I have fond feelings for Gen 13. You do. So DV8, which of course I had to read and pick up. Of course. Um, as a young comic book reader. Yes. Which, this was my first introduction to Warren Ellis. Oh man, I'm surprised you stuck with Internet Jesus after that. Yeah, so he only wrote like the first eight issues. Yeah. I think I dropped this book after the second story arc. Well, let me Um, tell you, you got out at the right time because it gets real bad. Yeah, it was was too much. Yeah. For, like, little blabby Emily. Yeah. Um, I think my secondary introduction to Warren Ellis came through authority. Uh-huh. I was a little, little, little older, a little wiser. A little wiser. You were, you were more uh, battle-hardened. Yeah, like, it wasn't so in your face. And I was like, all right. And then from there, it's been... I mean, he puts his name on a post-it note, and I'm like, oh, let me read this post-it note. Yes, and it just says, get me booze. <laughs> and, oh, okay. Okay, send it here, help, need writer <laughs> fuel. <laughs> um, so that's that's my, I guess, my, my history with this horrible comic book. Yeah, well, um, I'm glad that I never read it as as a, a burgeoning comic fan yeah so when i was like oh we'll do this whole wild storm thing and i was like oh well i'm gonna do like we'll do two good ones and two bad ones oh man they were real bad and i knew immediately we had to do wildcats and i'm like man what can we do for like the second like what i know is bad and i'm like oh <laughs> oh this one we'll do dv8 a comic book i have not read since <sighs> like so, 1997 so terrible so, so who are these DV, deviates, Emily? Tell, tell me who they're, they are. They're dumb, and I hate them. Well, that's that is true. I hate okay, them too. Okay, their whole thing is okay. So within the Wildstorm universe, yes, because they cannot use the word mutant because that's a Marvel word, right? They have um, gen actives. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm not 100% against that. That's kind of a cool thing. And their whole thing is you had, like, this team of dudes. Right. Like, secret 
black ops government dudes. High speed, low drag operators. (laughs) That were called Team 7. Right. And something, something, experiments, whatever. They had superpowers and they passed these on down to their kids. Right. And that's where we get Gen 13. Correct. They are the 13th generation. Yeah, 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 I got you. You know, so that's where you get Gen 13. You get John Lynch, who was part of that program. And then when it was like, oh, shit, bad things are happening. And he broke them out. And those were the kids that he saved. Right. Was this team. And then they get to be fun, pretty teenagers in California. Yeah. There was another team of teenagers. Uh Uh-huh. And... This, I think, was like, like the underground, whatever. Um, and it was run by uh, this woman, Ivana ba- Bayul. Yeah, Bayul. Bayul, I think it is. Yeah. Anyway, she's like the sexy cyborg lady. Yes, she is. Who does like, you know, uh, intelligence operations. That old, you know, super secret government intelligence yeah. stuff, which my dad worked intelligence. It's not that sexy or mysterious. Yeah, I know. But like for comics, <laughs> like for comics to 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 kind of take the ball and run with it, it that's that's, you know, it has to be like, I mean, um, the NSA like doesn't do anything badass. But like for some reason, people think that they're like all like Jack Bauer, like. No, they're just schlubs that work an eight to five. Yeah, I would love to be one of those schlubs. You know, you can government benefits. It's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, it's not, so, not too terrible. Lots of, you know, all, all the holidays off. Yeah, I'm sure you get overtime. Yeah. I mean, you pretty get nice, good, pretty nice. Good health care. So she has her group of gen active kids uh-huh. that, you know, shit hits the fan she takes them out and they spent a little bit of time like on an island doing like training who the hell cares yeah um when this book picks up is they are now in new york city and she's got like this plush like penthouse that they're all in and she keeps them swimming in money and drugs and booze which is weird because they're Children. They're children they're like the oldest of them is what 16 i think um she might be a well no ivana is in her like 20s to 30s ivana is in her 30s yeah but frostbite i think is the oldest member of the team and See, he I... is like 16 because i thought sublime was the oldest and she's like i mean they are they're like 17 ish yeah somewhere literal children yes um but her whole thing is she's got this team and you know they can do missions whenever she needs them to Mm -hmm. and then who the hell cares what they do in their off time right okay i'm not fundamentally opposed to the idea of like you have like your main good team, which yeah. would be Gen 13, right? Who's you know in the spotlight, and that's your team that everyone knows. And then there's the secret team 
being run by someone with questionable morals yeah, well, that you don't very really... questionable morals i mean warren else used this exact thing in stormwatch yeah like an actual stormwatch and then you had henry bendix's stormwatch and what he was doing on the slide like i don't have a problem with that with the juxtaposition especially with them being teenagers and then the 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 problems that get brought up with specifically with deviate right up since we're not being trained as a cohesive superhero team yeah you know of them having to navigate like do we even like each other what are we actually doing what are ivana's motivations right do those line up with our motivation like that's an interesting story it, well, it doesn't it, it doesn't would get be. told. <laughs> yeah, that's not the story that you're told. It's not the story you get, but that would be an interesting story of like maybe these kids like having to grow up and grow up fast on their own. Right. And figure out if like this whole mercenary thing is really what they want. Right. Or do they envy the Gen 13 kids who I mean, are friends and family to each other, and they do, right. care, you know. Oh, we don't again. We don't get any of that. No, no, we don't get unfortunately any of that. That that rich ground they decided to ignore. Yeah. So let's see. So you have Ivana, who's at the very top, who doesn't like give a shit about any of these kids. No, she experiments on them and like and tries think... to increase their powers, and it goes yeah. wrong literally every time. And I'm like, there's not that many gen active people. You'd think that they would be like high, like priceless commodities. That's and that's one thing that like the comic seems to tell you is that she sees them as expendable. But it's like, but there are only like a handful of these people around. Yeah, at least that was always my my understanding. Yeah, with the Wildstorm unit. I mean, unless. <laughs> can get into like deep wild storm well, lore I mean, because when you when you think about gen 13 right they <laughs> you know like fairchild has the 13 on her shoulder or whatever yeah and you know you've got some of the dv8 kids who are wearing like 77s and 50s and stuff like that yeah which is, like the the tattoos on their right, shoulders which doesn't make any sense unless like you that's know, your number yeah right you know like, where it's like it's all right so if you're generation 55 and generation 77 is three years younger than you are like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense like generations just, a long time that's just your your specific number like when they check like check you in quote end quote yeah like, i mean you are could... number 55 and this yeah. is number 77 I mean, that would probably make more sense. But again, it's never like I'm just taking a stab in the dark. I don't know because it's never told to you. So it's uh, I'm trying to remember if it was ever explained. And like, I don't I don't think so. I don't know. And then I'm like working on like really old memories. So, OK, so you have Ivana who's at the very head of everything. Right. Um. Let's see. Our field leader. Mm hmm. In his, he's in his twenties. Yes, he is in his twenties. in their twenties. Um, so you have Threshold, right? Who's the team leader? He does like psionic. Yeah. Stuff. He has like a dumb red metal thing over one of his eyes. Yeah, he kind of strikes me like his powers strike me as super boyish. 
you know, like where he's the Superboy's yeah. clone, you know, yeah. where he does yeah. all the telekinetic stuff. Yeah. So he's Avana's little boy toy. Yeah. And she's been manipulating him with sex and drugs. Right. Uh, to keep him like pliant. Right, but it also I, decreases his combat effectiveness because he can't lead a paper bag in combat, so... Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not sure what your trade-off is there, Ivana. Well, again, it's like, I'll form a team to do missions. Let me shoot myself in the foot immediately. I'm Amanda Waller from Su- from Oscar-winning movie. I can't believe... Okay, side note, I cannot believe that pile of garbage won an oscar for best makeup like no yeah it was bad makeup all of it was no, bad makeup was ho- oh best makeup for smearing lipstick on harley quinn good job team <laughs> oh you painted jared leto's face white i mean i could do that maybe that not he, he's probably a dragon con. like where's my fucking oscar like <laughs> Okay, let's let's stay on uh, and, target. I'm sorry I brought this up. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's like she. It seems like she's undermining herself at that particular point. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's really strange. You you never. I never get the sense that she's a competent leader. No, because she's always like, get them. No, you fool. She's like a like like '60s Red Skull, if anything. Oh my god. Dolts. <laughs> you dolts, you fools. <laughs> uh, let's see. So then you have Threshold's sister. Yes. Bliss. Right. Oh, this is where it starts getting gross. Yeah, it starts getting super weird, and it only gets weirder from here. So Like weirder and gross. So buckle, buckle your safety belts, ladies and gentlemen. So Bliss, when we first met her in Gen 13. Yeah. This is where all these horrible characters originated from. Yes. It's, her whole thing was just like, hi, I'm a J. Scott Campbell lady, and I wear sexy, different sexy costumes every issue that you see me in, and I'm a giant flirt. Yeah. And I'm going to bang, like, burnout over here, even though I think he's still a minor, but... Well, you know, I mean... The heart wants what the heart wants, Emily. You know, just again, the things that you notice as an adult reader. Yeah, it's it's true. It is my, true. You know, versus like when I was like 15 and reading this, I'm like, no, this this is fine. Why? Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> but yeah, she can like. Later, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. illegal and gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty disgusting. But she can manipulate people's emotions. Yeah. She does. She best. does like yeah like psychic emotional control like she does like her pleasure stuff and her pain stuff yeah and then she starts manipulating threshold yes via sex right again remember they're related (laughs) they are brother and sister yeah full blood yeah this is some game of thrones shit going on yeah it's i mean it is it it's yeah it's (laughs) It's it's full on, like throttle all the way open. <laughs> so that's she starts doing. Yeah. Because when, when she's doing it, um, it makes him a better leader. Right. Or until he goes until insane. It yeah. Until it stops working. Right. Um, 
let's see, and then our actual team. Um, God, I don't know what terrible person to start with. Okay. Well, let's start uh, with... There's, there's yeah. Copycat. Right. Who has multiple personality disorder. Oh, God. She's supposed to be 14 years old, right? She's... Yeah, explicit... Okay. I guess we could just dive into, like, my big problem with this book. Yeah. They explicitly state that this character is 14. Right. 14. Correct. We see her naked. Like, a disturbing amount of times. Yeah. More than once. Yeah. She's aggressively sexual. Yeah. I, it's just really gross objectification and hypersexualism. I'm like, she's a literal child. Yeah. With a mental illness that is not <laughs> being like kept in check. And like, she's not getting any help at all for this they just like let her be well right because some of her personalities are useful to to uh ivana so So, but i'm just like every part of this makes my skin crawl yeah it's it's definitely weird you know and it's like i mean well all the character every female character in this is like basically walking around you know, like, like in an overly sexualized way. And mm-hmm. when you consider that it's like, oh, she's 14 years old. What, am I committing a crime right now by reading this? <laughs> like, do I need to call the NSA on myself? Like, <laughs> Maybe. Oh, it's just so. Okay. And then I'm not going to lie maybe projecting a little bit because when I was 14 I didn't look 14 I could pass for a college student at 14 I could I had... pass for anything but 14 years old <laughs> <laughs> I was like hey guys uh, I mean I'm learning how to play the electric guitar <laughs> I mean I had grown ass men that would hit on me at 14 so uh-huh. Seeing it like 20 years, I'm just like, oh, this is gross and wrong. She's a child. Yes. Draw her like a child. Please draw her like she's 14. And keep in mind that she's 14 and you should not be drawing her as like masturbation fodder. Ah, but they didn't listen to you, did they, Emily? No. (laughs) No, No, they they didn't. didn't. Because they do the same thing with Sublime. Yes. Who's not... Not as young. I think she's like 17 She's 16 or 17, yeah. I so, thought Frostbite was the oldest, but they're, I, I know that they're all like a year apart or so. Yeah, I mean, they, they explicitly stated that they are from their mid to late teens. Right. Children. Right. So Sublime's whole thing is she can do like density manipulation. Right. And she wears a costume where half her boobs are hanging out all the time. <laughs> right, it's missing the entire stomach area. Yeah, so, oh, also, like, when her and Copycat are in their costumes, you can always see their nipples. Yes, which is, again, really fucking disturbing. It's gross. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gross. like, 
yeah, when you consider, like, I mean, but again, and I've made this point to Emily before, like, if you're trying to hyper-target an audience, mm-hmm. right, you're saying, I want 14-year-old young male readers to read this. Yes. I mean, this is what they want to see. This this is true. I mean, and I will concede, I am not the target audience. Right. A 35-year-old female in the year 2017? Right. What was not who Wildstorm had in mind? No, no, they weren't. When they were pitching TVA. Future back. Emily will love this. You know, when they were pitching this book back in the mid-90s. Um, it's just, again, it's that, I don't know, it's that 20, 20 year difference. And then you look at it with yeah. adult eyes and it's, you're just. It, it's weird. It, it's super weird and, and kind of gross. Because I know when you are a teenager that you think you're so grown up. Yeah. Not a kid anymore and fuck you, mom, I can do what I want. But it's like, no, trust me, on the other side, you're still a blabby. <laughs> Put a shirt on. Put a bra on. <laughs> Make sure you take your vitamins and say your prayers if you want to grow up the like the Hulkster said. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Pull, pull your pants up, sublime. Why can't see? <laughs> Why are you wearing pants that barely cover your crotch yeah i don't know i don't know why she decided how to wear is those your pants. ass not hanging out of those like of those pants why are you not wearing underwear you're 16 years old sublime like you can still get coverage under your parents health insurance in 1999 <laughs> like i i i just oh my god and then <clears throat> okay so those are are fantastic female characters. Uh, let's see. We have from the dudes. Yeah. Okay, so we have we have Frostbite. Yes, who is drawn like a thirty-year-old man. Like, <laughs> it's true. He he's the tough black dude. Yeah. Who has what, what's his dumb bite tattooed on his chest? Yeah, he's got bite tattooed on his chest, but he does not have frost tattooed on his back. I guess he forgot. Yeah, because it took me a minute to figure out the bite. I'm like, why is it just bite? Like, is he trying to tell Evo where to bite him in case he goes bad? Like, Evo, you have to bite me on my chest. That's why I put this here. (laughs) Bite me on my beautiful chest, Evo. No, it's not gay. Also, he has, like, (laughs) at certain times, he has, like, a Mr. T uh, mohawk. Yes. But also dreadlocks. Yes. And he also goes back and forth between having a Hulk Hogan mustache and no mustache. Sometimes in the space of three panels. <laughs> well, I liked, um, was it Powerhouse? Powerhouse, yeah. Who had, like, the dad porn stash? He did have a dad porn stash for a while. Keep in mind, he's 16 years old. He has a full goddamn mustache. Yeah, it was real disconcerting because I'm like, they're all children. Why are they hanging out with this, like, 50-year-old dude? Yeah, and then you're like, oh, wait, wait he's 17? Like, Oh, uh, so yeah, so Powerhouse, he's, was he the Hispanic one? Yeah, he's the Hispanic guy. Okay. Okay, so 
it's a diverse group, guys. Yes. It's it's cool. Um, so he can turn emotion into like physical strength and he's get basically, He's basically a ripoff of Caliban from Marvel. Because Caliban it's, could absorb fear and get stronger. That was his whole thing. Uh, uh, oh, oh. Well, yeah. I mean, Wildstorm's illustrious beginnings. Yes, that's, that's true. I mean, look at Liefeld's like stable of original characters. Do not steal. <laughs> yes. Oh my so goodness. that's what he could do. And then you had Evo. Right. Who could turn into like a dog. Well, he could turn into a wolf, a bat, and an alligator man. So he's a vampire. Yeah, so he is like a shifty vampire-y dude. He's, he's a Dracula. Yes. He also has oh. gray skin in some panels, but then in some panels he has regular skin. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure there. Oh, and then like later on they throw in this other girl freestyle. Well, the, here's the thing: they <laughs> introduce freestyle really early in the comic, and then they forget <laughs> about her for half the comic. Like she goes into stasis or something, and then she's like, "Yes, free, like freestyle." I was like, "Wait, uh, hold on a minute." <laughs> she has a star tattooed on her head because that's cool. Yeah, it's like right in the middle of her forehead. Yeah, which is real dumb. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. And then she has, like, the free-fall hairstyle, but instead of it being, like, black and pink, it's right. just blonde and lighter blonde. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh She also okay. has, a, like, she gets a, a new suit that features a lot of fishnet. Yeah. And then she also gets a weird gambit head mask thing. Yeah. Which is, like, this is a very popular mask in the 90s. I... The, the the costume that sticks out to me is her civilian clothes. Yeah. Like, when she wore a bikini top that didn't have a string that goes across your back. Yeah, it was just on her neck. Which is and like, I'm like, what? Wait a minute. That's not how bikinis work. I mean... Slash shrug? I... The string... I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. The string across the back is what helps it cover your boobs. It pulls the fabric down. I, I don't believe any of that. It keeps it, yeah. The comics have told me that that's not what that does. So. <laughs> and so, she's doing dishes in cut-off jeans and a bikini top. Like, come on. And a bikini and a bikini top that doesn't actually... Breaks the laws fuck. of physics, yes. Yeah. I... Uh, uh, so this is our group of of horrible infants. Yes. <laughs> that were forced to go on horrible adventures with. Yeah, I mean, it's very X-Man-ish in how they just kind of lurch from one thing to another. Every plan that they do messes up somehow. Threshold is, like, on drugs and being pulled apart at the seams by his sister. Like... It's yeah. it's a goddamn mess, and you're never quite sure if they're the good guys or the bad guys. Yeah, and again, that could be interesting. Yeah, except it's not written that way. Except for it's never written that yeah. way. Now, when they go out on, de on the town and hang out, right? Mm-hmm. 
they're always getting into nightclubs and drinking like they're 50-year-old men and women. They're drinking like they're Rick goddamn Flair. And <laughs> it's like, the, he's 16 years old. He's had like four Tom Collinses. That'll knock like a, like a lesser man on his ass. Like, you're 16 years old. Where did this alcohol tolerance come from? Yeah, I'm not sure how they keep getting into clubs. Well, they go in and it's like the bouncer's always like, I like your look. Or like, you know, the bartender will be like, you're underage. And the guy will be like, I'll kill you. And he's like, okay, here's booze. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, like, mm. all right, look, look, this is real talk time. Okay. Okay. Real talk. You don't use alcohol as an escape from things until you're much older. You use alcohol to escape from the terrible prison of your life when you're about 30 or in your late 20s. When all the <laughs> dreams that you had have turned into ashes and they're forever blown away on the uncaring wind. Now, <laughs> when you're 15, you drink because you don't know why you're doing it. You like the way it makes you feel, and it's your party go time juice. <laughs> That's the sippy cup that you prefer when you're 15 or 16 and breaking into dad's liquor cabinet. All right? Like, excuse me, I'm having a coronary over here. Like, if you're a 16 year old superhero, right, and you kill a dude by accident. All right, mm -hmm. not only are you going to be emotionally destroyed by that because you're 16 fucking years old, like, yes. you're not going to go into a bar and be like, give me a double. Like, no, you're not Clint Eastwood. You're a child. <laughs> like, you should be going to ska shows or something. What are you doing? Um, no, that's, that's actually an excellent point. I, uh... They're uh, again, written, they're written like they're in their late twenties, and they I, are written like they're adults. And uh, it's they wanted it both ways. They yeah. wanted teenagers, but they didn't want to have to treat them like teenagers. Right, exactly, and it it ruins the whole mix. Like the whole comic is just like, you know, I'm I'm sure if you were a teenager and reading it, you would be like, oh, that's cool. It's just like the movies. Mm -hmm. You know, but looking back, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, where is any of this coming from? It doesn't make it, it doesn't have any logical anchors to hold things down. It, yeah, and again, I keep saying, like, there's a potentially interesting story. There is, in, but it's in, just not told. Yeah, in young people with no real boundaries, no supervision, with these powers and them having to navigate like the world and what's right, what's wrong, right? how to use these powers. I mean, it could be a, like a darker X-Men essentially. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, like his original X-Men where they were all literal right. children. And they threw snowballs at Magneto and that's how they beat him. <laughs> you know, um, and they had the guiding hand of, professional creeper professor x <laughs> yeah well you know um so i'm like okay like that's not a bad idea i i just again it's you can't have teenage kids these children yeah 
and then write them like they're twice as old as they actually right. it are. It, it feels like the whole feel of the comic is just, it's wrong. Like, the way that they draw them is wrong completely. The way that they act is completely wrong. Like, yeah. you know, the, like, it just everything about it is just, it's incorrect, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's it's dumb and it's wrong. It's like what people think when they're like, Oh, what are cool, edgy kids into nowadays? Yeah. Not wearing bras and drinking like they're 40. Right, exactly. I mean, I don't know, like, you know, the subsequent writers after Warren Ellis were thinking, you know, but I mean, maybe Warren Ellis was drunk when he was writing it. I don't know. I, I don't know. If I mean, they were like, we have this bottle of 100-year-old scotch, and we will only do it if you write like this. And he's like, fine, give me the bottle. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, he did the best he could. This is not Warren Ellis at his peak. No. <laughs> no. But even bad Warren Ellis, it, it, it's better than a lot of people at their best. I know, but they paired him up with an awful artist. and Okay, yeah, the... Humberto Ramos yeah. did the art for most of this book. Yeah. I don't have a problem with his art per se. Okay. I hated it for this book. Yeah. It did not fit the tone. No. He has, if you don't know, he has a very exaggerated cartoony style. Yeah. Works fantastic if you're writing a book like, oh, I don't know, Impulse? Yeah. That's about a fun kind of cartoony kid right? who runs really fast and, like, he thinks in, like, you know, um, uh, he's got, like, little symbols. Like, when he does, like, his thoughts, it's, like, little puns. Works really well for that. Sure. Does not work for Deviate, which no. is supposed to be, like, a dark, gritty. Yeah, it's supposed to be gritty. And it's, like, but the thing is, I mean you only get grit with older characters, you know? It's like, it's not yeah. something that, it just feels wrong when you introduce a character who's 16 and they're like a hardened combat veteran. Like, I mean, and and I, mean, I, I don't know, if I was reading this as a teenager, I probably would have thought differently, but, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just, it, it just now, reading it now, for me, just felt or very like, wrong. I mean, I think you can get grit, with younger characters. Yeah. But not when they're all like conventionally attractive with unlimited money. Yeah. And they all have superpowers. Yeah. And they get to go on really like adventures and they don't have to deal with parents and like what the fuck are any of you crying about? Yeah. I mean, copycat, I understand, because she's got a mental illness that's running unchecked. Right, well, you that's know, it's like good for the severely team. impacting her ability to live oh, in punk. we forgot a character. Who did we forget? We forgot Sideways Bob. Oh, my God, because I he was gross and I hated him and I <laughs> didn't want to talk about him. Well, uh, yeah, so the, the person who's in charge of securing the base and training the DV8s is this dude named Sideways Bob who's crazy. You could tell because he wears pink bathrobes and he has a mannequin head that he allegedly has carnal. He has biblical relation, uh, uh, the biblical knowledge of this mannequin head. Yes, um, Lucille. Yes. 
I don't. I thought he was he was fun. It, it, he was like a glimmer of hope in an otherwise dark universe. I don't. I I hated him so. I'm like you're just gross and weird. <laughs> in a book that's full of gross and weird choices. Well, you know. He's a very Warren Ellis character. Yeah, he is. I mean, he he really is. But yeah, yeah, this whole when you first meet him and he's holding up the mannequin head and he's like, say hi to Lucille. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, we've we've come to this bridge then, have we? I shan't cross it. Just let me just brace myself here. Yeah. I I, I just, I'm like... Oh, and then, like, my, my other big problem, I think, that dovetails nicely uh-huh. into, like, how... <laughs> You're forming, like, your terrible cabinet? Yes. Let me just knock this into place. Yes. Is I don't think we went an issue without a female character being victimized or brutalized. Uh, no, 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 we didn't. It... Like, between, like, fucking thresholds flashbacks of his mother lying dead in a Holy shit! Okay, so... And they played this out in Gen 13, too. I was like, oh my god, I have yeah. time stuff to see this. Fucking threshold, get over it. <laughs> threshold, stop. I don't want to stay in your head anymore. It's just your NAM flashbacks. Come on, dude. So... His his whole like defining flashback, yeah, is it's him and his sister when they were kids and not fucking, right? And their parents. I mean, allegedly, we don't know. This this was a wild storm comic. We have no idea. <laughs> and it's their parents, and they're running away from. I believe it's Aya. Anyway, it's people that yeah. are looking for his dad. His dad. <laughs> like a bunch of armored dudes on hover bikes. You know the deal. It's wild. Story. Yeah. So they're chasing them and whatever. Long story short, whatever. They wind up killing the parents and they take the kids. Right. But what we keep focusing on is the death of his mother. Right. So this woman who doesn't even have a name, she's just Threshold's dead mom. Um. I think you're right about that. Actually, I don't recall her name ever being mentioned. So we keep getting to see her being blown apart. Yeah. Because this is the memory that he keeps going back to when Ivana keeps pumping him full of drugs. Right. So we have that. Um, Copycat is abducted at one point. Yeah. And we Oh, that's right. We find her in, like, you know, 90s comic med pot, whatever, cables and whatever, inexplicably has her top down, but not, like, completely off and gone. It's just, like, around her waist, and then she's got, like, convenient cables covering her. She's 14. Yeah, she's 14 she's years old, guys. 14. Um, let's see. So uh, we have uh, Free Fall, who is stuck inside of a pod completely nude. By the way, she's 16 years old. <laughs> yes. With like, I don't even know. It's like slime covering things. And it's like, but wait, it's a tank full of liquid. Why is this slime mysteriously congealing? <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's like a like a dong sensor. It just knows where to con- <laughs> conceal. Um, sub 
Blime runs around without a shirt on for part of an issue. She, yeah, because it's always the hilarious, like, I phased out of my clothing! You know, it's like, oh my god, here we go. Here we go, she's maybe 18 at that point. Um, I don't I don't think she is, I think she's, the oldest I think she ever gets is like 17. Um, Let me see, oh, the, the fun... Like I was telling Mike, the only story that stuck with me that I like yeah. vividly remember, and then I read it again, I was like, "Oh my god, traumatized all over again." Was the second story that Warren Ellis wrote, and it was after this story that I dropped this book because it was too much. <laughs> um, it's, a bad, it's a gross story, though. It, it is in a book in a gross book. This is a gross story. It's it's really gross. I mean. I have a hard time saying that I didn't like this story. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I liked it or I didn't, or if like, it just stuck with me because I was so young and like, I hadn't read anything like, yeah, really like that in your face. Yeah. That's probably why it stuck with me, but they're sent to like bumfuck Texas. Because Vaughn's right. like, there's this other group of gin actives. I want you to recruit them to work with us. So, right. All right. so they go on their little thing. And it's like this gross cult, almost. Yeah. You have the the leader, <clears throat> Men Love. Yeah. Who's gross and creepy. Yeah, he's super gross and creepy. And he's got, like, a couple of girls with him. One of them has... um a mouth with teeth on her stomach. Right. And then the other girl is blind, but she can see the future. She's like an oracle. Yes. Um, And then you have smoking boy. Mm -hmm. Who's like the crack addict. I wasn't really sure what his deal was. I I don't, they kill him so fast. You never get what he does. And then you have Texas. Who's like the other creepy dude. Yeah. And so bliss is there and she's like, all right, well, I'm going to, talk to their leader by which i've been like fuck his brains out and then we'll right right exactly and like they're like hanging out and they're like you know this place is really creepy and frostbite is talking to the blind girl whose name is blind lemon yeah because it's the 90s and it was a fan and um and he's talking that's actually they were blind melon what they were called. it's well look it's you just i wonder i wonder if her name was a homage to blind boy lemon the uh famous blues singer who put out both of his eyes with a pen knife that's that's probably actually what it was that's that's no more no i wouldn't give them that much credit well i mean but it was warren i was writing it so ah uh, maybe maybe so i mean he is clever enough for that that is maybe was like the one thing that it is like, I have to put something in there. <laughs> something of substance in here. So, you know, he's talking to her and she's like, yeah, I lost my original sight when my teacher raped me. Oh, oh. you are oversharing right now. like. <laughs> oh, and like my future vision doesn't work so good because men love keeps having sex with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then that's when you can kind of tell that this meeting is not going to go down in a happy way. No. So then we find, you know, we go to like bliss and men love and they're talking and he's like, oh, yeah, BT dubs. Like I was in IO, but they kicked me out because I was molesting the girls. Oh, 
I couldn't have guessed. Oh, and I molested probably you when you were a kid in the program. Yeah. So she kills him immediately, and I'm like, oh, yeah. thank God. The the thing that messed me up about that story was like Evo, the the shapeshifter dude, yeah. goes off with a lady with mouth in her stomach. Uh, Virginia Deton. Dentata. 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 Thank you. Yeah, it's it's a reference to the. Well, you know what it's a reference. To. <laughs> um, but like they go like into the thing, and she's just like, "Oh man, let's have sex," and he's like, "Cool, I'm a dog guy," and you know, they, she's like, "Hey, check out this cellar full of misshapen freaks. I like to make them watch." Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's super gross. And and he's like, I'm going to kill you because I'm a dog boy. And yeah. That. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I like to have sex with like all the boys in front of these mutants. Yeah. Uh, oh. In front of the people under the stairs. Like, Oh. So DV8 kills everyone. Yes. In, like, their one show of mercy. But then, what was... We... Okay. So, you had this, like... Glimpse of, like, morality. Right. Out of them. Because it's Frostbite, and he's talking... Who the hell... Whatever. Powerhouse and Dogboy are, like, interchangeable to me at this point. Like, they're all interchangeable. He's talking to one of the dudes. Yeah. Maybe it's even one of the girls. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't care anymore. They're not even that interesting. Point is, he's talking to someone, and he's like, and this is after he he talked to the blind girl, and he's like, this isn't right. These girls aren't like they're not even eighteen. So it's like this weird like self awareness. Yeah. Where he's like, this isn't right. Those girls aren't old enough for for them to be treated this way. Like this yeah. is gross and it's wrong and we should do something oh my god maybe it was warren ellis lashing out against his, his master <laughs> maybe so then he's like because he left not too long after that story no that was yeah i think it was like he wrote like two or three more issues and then he was out he bounced yeah um so yeah it's this weird moment of like self-awareness and like Oh, you're going to give a character a moral compass. Right. Which you could use to develop that character for when he sees something and he's like, that's not right. Yeah. We have to stop that. Which then with a good but, character, you would then develop and expound upon. about. Yeah, like, but he loses that moral compass as soon as Ellis leaves. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So... And then, of course, like, after they kill them all, they go back to Ivana, and they're like, I mean, we we murdered the shit out of them. And she's like, oh, that's yeah. what I wanted you to do all along. Yes, I'm a good leader. That's why Threshold is incapacitated on drugs on the bed. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I... I well, well, let's let's sum it up here because we're we're starting to run a little long. Um, like an interesting idea, a lot of promise. Yes, yes. Um, de- definitely some some you know ways they could have gone to make the comic much more interesting. Except they went the complete opposite way, and they were just like, "All right, we need 
we need uh like fan service we need this this and this and they checked all the boxes and you have a terrible 90s comic pretty much pretty much all i mean again the target audience was not grown-ass adults yes in the year 2017 if you had a time machine and you could go back and and be a teenager and read it maybe i would suggest it because it's awesome yeah i mean again maybe if i wasn't like hadn't been such a uh, like naive emotionally pure (laughs) child (laughs) maybe i would have stuck with the book and it would have been like oh but these are cool teens I don't think I ever would have felt that though. Like I, I don't I know. Been like, See, this I, book is fucking weird. I, <laughs> like, like I thought the Gen Thirteen kids were cool teens. Uh, yeah, but they kind of were. They, like, they were. I mean, these they... these teens are not cool. They're just like like they're stormtroopers. They're totally okay with being stormtroopers. They never like they question their masters only when she tries to kill them. You know, like yeah, it's just it's so it's like a like a detention class of a comic you know <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. it's it's real bad i give it two gen actives down i am i give it two weird threshold eye patches down <laughs> um yeah i i will happily purge this from my memory on a scale of one grifter uh, shooting stupid glowy guns to five grifters shooting stupid glowy guns, this is a rip claw. <laughs> I mean, I would rather read Wildcats than DV8. Oh, I, I don't know. I, for me, I would just be like, make the choice. I don't care. I'll take them both. I'm hardcore. <laughs> and then immediately regret my decision. I mean, Ugh. Wildcats, but they are deviate. Oh, stop! Please, let's not go down this particular this dark path that we are traveling. <laughs> However, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is. We, um, we're doing one more Wildstorm book. This should be a good one. It should be a good one. It's one I have oh, not boy. personally read, but I've heard good things about it, and it has a good writer. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Indeed. And then, Indeed. And then we are we are off to, to greener, more modern passages. Yes, we will be going to a land of milk and honey. Yes. The prom- Wow. The promised land of uh, like, good comics as far as the eye can see. It's beautiful. No words should have said a poet. <laughs> but we had to pass through the hell of Wildcats and DVDs. It's true. To, to purify... <laughs> To purify ourselves so that we could enter this this new nirvana. Yes. And come with us, listeners. It'll be a good time, I promise. I, I do. I promise. I promise you will be rewarded. Those who have... If you've stuck with us through this wild storm, good things are coming. There's a sun, uh, sunrise on the horizon. Yes. Yes. There's a shatter star on the horizon. <laughs> um, so this has been Opal City Radio. Um, we are a comic book podcast that tends to skew towards the funny side because i think i like to be entertaining i don't want it to be a book report or anything come on yeah it's fun to make fun of comics it is uh you can get in touch with us at opalcityradio@gmail.com. Mm-hmm. you can go to opalcityradio.blogspot.com if you want to see a picture of the comic and also a little write-up that i do um you can go to facebook 
We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Google Plus. We're also on podcast.com. If you want to search us there, uh, you can you can subscribe to the show there. And we're on iTunes too. Yeah. So many things. It's so, so easy things. to get episodes from us. It's super duper easy. We've made it as easy as possible for you because we know you're busy and we are not too busy because we keep reading these awful comics. It's like true. This is, we don't go anywhere because I'm too busy making Michael read terrible comics. It's it's true. So I'm going to bore a hole into my skull to let the deviates out. <laughs> and um, until I patch this up with an old coin, um, we will catch you later. Bye, guys. Hold fast. Production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.